Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is Housewives Nightcap by Access Hollywood. We're spilling exclusive Housewives gossip with a Bravo celebrity or superman each week to give you behind-the-scenes secrets and access to drama that you didn't see on TV. Get your glasses ready. Welcome back to another episode of Housewives Nightcap. I'm Lauren. I'm Emily. And Emily, wow, we got a good episode for you listeners out there. Emily, tell them about your interview with Anne Marie. <laughs> Why do I feel like you're talking like Ron Light FM? Like you're like, we have some very good, a really great episode for you all tonight. Now turn down the lights and turn on a candle and have a glass of wine with your loved one while we tune into. The weekend vibes. Like that. I was definitely trying to go for that vibe, so I'm glad chill. you picked it this up. Is a it Bravo like, podcast. It was like an chill your ass. Like, ooh. <laughs> smooth yeah. jazz. We'll be back. Yeah. We'll be back with smooth jazz after no. the traffic update. Yeah, no. Wow. We're okay. I'm back to my here. normal. We're whooping it up. Sorry, so, Lauren and I are recording this the day after VPR premiered. <gasps> I don't know. I. We said this earlier. It was as good as it was going to get. I've watched it three times now. It was as good as it was going to be. Why did you watch it three times? Okay, so I watched the screener before the Vanderpump premiere party. Then I watched it at the Vanderpump premiere party. Then I watched it again last night. So, I mean, I know the episode through and through. But yeah, I mean, Vanderpump rules. I think it will only go up from there, from here. I'm stuck on Ariana and Tom's rooms like that part for me is the thing that stood out the most like why are they living why don't they make their rooms nice I why I'm why? super hard on my living space because I That's I, your I would call my well and I would call myself a stylish person in terms of fashion but when it comes yes. to like home decor it's not my like I'm not good at it so I'm really hard on myself like trying to make my place look nice and then I saw right. their rooms and I was like um <laughs> I am good to go. Like You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> they are. What the heck? Some things just never change, you know, like they're just they're just kids. They're going to be kids forever, no matter what. Obviously, especially Tom Sandoval. Oh, my God. That interview, Emily. On uh, the Vile Files, to be clear. On Yeah. On yeah. the Vile Files. Nick Vile's podcast. There's been several interviews with Tom the last couple of days, and he's been chaotic in all of them, but he was mm. really chaotic in this one. He is just not going to own up to anything, honestly. He is just going to be Tom, and you'd think he would have learned, but I don't know. I just He gives me the ick. I'm... I mean, obviously, he gives you the ick. What <laughs> woman out there does he not give the ick to? I don't He's know. So oh. icky. Well, we, I've already told you guys this, but I saw him with a woman at the premiere party. So I wonder how she's feeling post Anyone that's all with these interviews. Tom right now is just with him to get some 
you know, for the clout, a couple Instagram followers. Like she's just, you know, I'm sorry, but that's just how I feel. There's no way someone can actually like this man at this current moment. (laughs) It's just not possible. It's not possible. Do we think Lala reaching out to Rachel thoughts on that? Do we think that was sincere? Do we think it was just her trying to get Rachel back on the show from what production like yeah I think that was a produced moment I do think like producers were probably like you know do you think you were a little hard on her would you be willing to reach out and she was probably like I do think I was hard on her and I'm willing to reach out it's a show these people need to earn their paychecks and I think Lala knows she's got to do the Lord's work and reach out to Rachel so she did I don't think Rachel will respond no, no, no. I think no, we because... would have gotten a tease of that, don't you think? Like, we would have gotten Lala opening her phone and being like, oh, my God, she responded, you know? Right. And I that... also think Rachel said on her podcast that she didn't reply. Yeah, I she's not going to reply to that. She's not going to reply. Because now she has her own platform, which, honestly, good for her. She's going to be able to watch the show and say, oh, that's not what I think about that, and say it on her podcast. So we have a very entertaining time coming up with Vanderpump Rules. I want to talk Beverly Hills because your interview is with Anne Marie. And, you know, people have a lot of strong opinions about Anne Marie. They like her, they don't like her. Her delivery re- is off. Her her delivery yeah. is a lot, mm-hmm. but I do want to ra- remind people that this is her first season. And this is a new world for her. Um, she said in my interview, which you guys are going to hear shortly, that she did feel like she made some mistakes and she would like to come back and let people get to know more about her. What I thought was interesting about Anne-Marie was she was very uh, different in person than she was on the show. She and I think and I think she knows that and she wants to show the audience that what she portrayed this season is not totally her. She had just come from the reunion. She talked about Kathy being there. And I just saw page six. uh, She told that Kyle and Kathy had a really deep, meaningful conversation. So I didn't get that exclusive. But (laughs) um, I did get other exclusives. So you have to keep listening to hear what Emery told me. You are in New York City, so you just shot the reunion, is that right? That is correct. We How did. was your first reunion? Um, first reunion, uh, I'm not going to lie, I was super, super nervous before we shot it, but yeah. like, it went really well. It went really well. Yeah, great. it was great. I think the viewers are going to be um, very happy. They're going to be very surprised <laughs> with yeah. a lot of information that they're going to be hearing, but um, it was great. Like All the ladies, like we all came together. It, it felt like a very cohesive reunion with a lot of um resolutions that's great so yeah it's gonna it's gonna be a good one kathy hilton posted that she made an appearance she did okay unexpected did Did you know she was coming (laughs) i didn't i had no idea and he was like surprise guys (laughs) oh my god no idea but it was awesome having her there she's she's the cutest yeah, yeah. it's great kathy's hilarious i very much enjoy her so i think the fans are happy for her to be there yeah Okay, so you are new to the franchise, obviously. This is your first season mm-hmm. as a housewife. Yeah. So what made you want to get on the show? You know what? It The way it happened was so 
crazy. Like it was not on my radar. It wasn't something I was like seeking out at all. Right. Um, Kyle lives down the street from me. We're like neighbors. And we had met a couple months prior and she reached out to me and she's like, hey, we just started filming season 13 of Housewives and the producers are interested in talking to you. Like, and meanwhile, like the ladies have already been shooting for a month and a half. Yeah. So it happened really, really fast. I was shooting two weeks later. So that's why, you know, I kind of come into the season like midway through. Okay, I'm glad you cleared that yes. up because I was confused about that. Yes, so okay. they had already been filming for a month and a half. They asked me to do it last minute. It, that's why I said it happened really fast. And then there's kind of like a break where I'm gone for two episodes. Yes. So it was spring break and I was with my family oh. in Hawaii because I already had this vacation planned with my family. So I'm like in it for a blip and then gone for a blip and then I come got back it. and then I'm in the rest of the um, rest of the season. So. Okay, got it. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. Yes. <laughs> so what has been the biggest surprise in joining this show? Um, I think the biggest surprise is... You know, learning, it, it really um, makes you take a look at yourself and mm -hmm. how you communicate. And it really forces you to be yeah. a very strong communicator. Because imagine like you're coming into a group of ladies where, you know, they already have these relationships and they already have these dynamics. And then you coming in as a new person and you're meeting them all for the first time and you're learning everyone's personalities and you're right. learning their communication styles and kind of what, what works and what doesn't, right? Because communication, it's not just about how you um, deliver things. It's about how someone else is going to receive that information. Right. So it really forces you to be really intentional and take a look at how you communicate with people. You know, and I learned a lot in mm. that experience. Like I, I made a lot of mistakes. I learned a lot. Um, and it forces you to um, own up Mm. to to your mistakes and the things that happen and make sure that you're doing what's best to make sure that you are um, building the strongest bonds and relationships that you can as you're forming new friendships with people. I think that's so good that you are like able to say there are some things I would do differently. Oh, yes. <laughs> because sometimes yes. we, often we see housewives that come on and they kind of feel like they were, you know, I don't know, kind of caught off guard and yeah. they don't feel like they take a lot of accountability. So, you know what? I'm, I'm the first person to take accountability. Like yeah. I was an athlete, right? Like I grew up playing yes. sports. I played yes. collegiate basketball. And so like, I'm, that's what I'm used to, right? Like yes. coach is going to be like, you're doing this right. You're not doing this right. I'm all for constructive criticism mm -hmm. and I'll take it and I'll own up to what, what I've done wrong and I'll yeah. always try to fix it. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I love seeing your beautiful family on camera. Um, I do want to tell you that when you said your husband says you're an 8.5 and everything, I was like, oh come on now, come on okay, now. So, so okay, so explain this for me. Fully need, to, fully okay. will explain this to you. Number one, like we, we joke all the time. It was totally a joke. Like okay. we, my husband and I are like, we are best friends. Like he is, he's my person. Like we say all kinds of like silly, funny stuff to each other all the time. Yeah. However, so that number one, that was supposed to be like a joke. <laughs> Which it was not taken as a joke. And then number two, he's like, babe, you totally like botched that. He's yeah. like, he's like, you're not an eight and a half, like across the board. He's like, you're an eight and a half average. And this is, this is what he meant by that. He's like, yeah, yeah. Looks, body, brains, you're a 10. Of course you're a 10. He's like, I wouldn't have married you if you weren't a 10. Right. But I'm a stress freak. 
Like mm. I will admit it, I'm a stress freak and I'm very type A and I can be like very OCD. And he hates when I stress because he hates to see me like that. Mm. And so he's like, those are your twos. He's like, your OCD and your stress, like those are your twos. Mm. And so that's where he said it like, balances out to an eight and a half so yeah like all the all the good stuff like the you know yeah i'm a 10 in that but yes but again it was totally supposed to be a joke and people took it so seriously i know yeah. i okay i feel better about that yeah. then i mean i you're you're to me a 10 you're stunning oh, thank you uh you know so thank you glad we cleared that up for the yeah. people okay so you get along with a lot of the ladies, mm -hmm. but you do kind of have some friction with some of the ladies. Yeah. You and Sutton, you didn't start off on the right foot. Mm -hmm. Where are you guys at now? We are in a much better place Good. now, thankfully. And this is where I go back to saying, like, I can own my mistakes. Like, yeah. you know, very inappropriate um, things that I did, and I never wanted to make her feel uncomfortable, which I realize now that I did, right? And yeah. those are those are the lessons that you learn in learning new people and learning how to communicate with them. And I can own up to what I did that I would not, I, I would never do going forward, right? right? And especially like when you see yourself on a camera, it's literally like when you see a lens into you like that, you're like, what am I doing, yeah. you know? <laughs> so no, we're, we're in a much better pl uh, place now. Like I've apologized to her. Okay. She was receptive to my apology. And like, she's a lot of fun, right? Like she's a she, lot of fun. We love Sun and she's hysterical. Yeah, like. she, she is like a character. She's a lot of fun. So mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to us spending more time together because again, remember, I only got half a season with right. these ladies, right? right? So I'm looking forward to spending more time with her and getting to know her better. Good. And like, hopefully we can just continue to to build on our friendship. So, Perfect. Yeah. So nothing else about esophagate. Oh my God. I, I honestly, I never want to hear the word again. <laughs> I never want to hear the word again in my whole life. It is done. Esophagate is done, buried. You're never going to hear about it again. Okay. No. Got it. Yeah. Uh, Crystal. Mm -hmm. uh, the last episode, you butt heads. Yeah. Uh, you say that Crystal said the ladies made some comments about the ladies being not as educated. Um, right. Crystal's denying it. Right. What? How does that evolve? Um, well, I mean, it, it wasn't, it wasn't a shock to the ladies, like when I told, right. when I told them that. And you, the reason I felt that I needed to tell the ladies is because I felt like I was, you know, I felt like I was lying to them and kind of, um, you know, acting under false pretenses if, if I wasn't open and honest right. with the information that I was telling to the group. Like, I would want to know if someone said that about me, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I shared that with the ladies. And again, they weren't, they weren't surprised. Like, yeah. there have been instances in the past where Crystal has... Um, I mean, they showed it, right? Like yeah. they showed the um, the confessional from yeah. 2020 when she said that they, you know, weren't very educated. Yeah. And um, you know, she tends to talk to them in a very condescending manner, so right. nobody was surprised. What did you think of Dorit? Dorit was offended, and yes. she says, like, she makes a comment about Crystal being a child bride while yeah. everybody else was getting educated. Right. What was your take on that? Yeah, I think that was a really tough situation for both of them. Um, I don't, I truly don't think that Dorit knew what she was saying when she said child bride. Right. Um, and of course, Crystal knows what that means. I am adopted and I was raised in an Indonesian family. So I also have an Asian background. So I, I also know what that means. Right. Um, so I can see how, you know, it was, it was a very offensive thing. Um, and Crystal took it very seriously and it really upset her. Um, but I, I truly don't think that Dorit 
meant it in that way. Yeah. So it's a, it's a tough situation for both of them, but hopefully something that they can, you know, talk through. Um, and you know, it's it's all about communication and and educating each other, right, yes. on cultural differences yes. and nuances and things like that. So hopefully that's something that they can they can get past, and I, I think they should be able to. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You and Kyle were friends prior to this. Obviously, going into the season, there was a lot of focus on her marriage with yeah. Mo. Yeah. So did you feel like an, a need to kind of protect her, to kind of stand up for her when her marriage, uh, topics about her marriage came up? Yeah, you know, I was actually really surprised because um, I didn't know Kyle that well, right? Like, we knew each other, but not well enough where she was like telling me about things that were going on with her marriage. I mean, she wasn't even telling Dorit, right? Yeah. And that yeah. tells you a lot. They've been friends for years. So um, that first night at the weed dinner, when, you know, Sutton was asking her about her marriage and like, you know, really coming at her with all those questions right. and like Garcelle started to talk about it, I was so confused. I was so confused. And I, I felt really bad for her because it wasn't just her marriage. <clears throat> it was, you know, talking about the her, like whether or not she was wearing her ring. And, specific. Yeah, very specific. And, like, she's working out so much all the time and she's not drinking. And, and knowing that she was going through those marital issues and then, you know, having just lost her best friend. Like, I was actually mm. really proud of her that she was doing like healthy things, like making healthy lifestyle right. changes to deal with the really hard things that she was going through. And so to see her friends who I'm just meeting, you know, really coming at her hard over her marriage, it was mm. like, it was really upsetting to me, you know? Yeah. And so I did, I, I felt pretty like defensive for her kind of, you yeah. know? And that's why you see me like, what's like Kyle can't get new jewelry and Kyle can't get fit. I'm like, why, why are those bad things guys? Right? Right. So, yeah, I agree. I yeah. mean, listen, we could go one way or the other when we're dealing with adversity in our exactly. life, you know? And she is taking care of herself yeah. and being healthy, so I think it's good. Yeah. Okay, the big question, the hot question, mm -hmm. would you come back next season? Is that something you want? I would totally come back next season. Okay. Yeah, and I mean, for a couple of reasons. I feel like, number one, because I came in, you know, halfway through the season, you really only see... You only see me for half a season. Right. And fans didn't get to, you don't get to know me, right? Like I don't, because I had sh such a short amount of time yeah. and because there was so much focus on esophagate, the word I never want to hear again in my life, um, because there was so much focus on that. Like I, I, you don't see me, you don't see my personal story. And there was, there was so much going on with me while we were filming. Like right. my, my mom um, was diagnosed with stage four um, lung cancer, no. like two weeks into when I started filming. And then, oh, thank you. And then um, she passed away. It was very fast. She fa passed away oh. three months later, right after we wrapped. Um, so I was dealing with that during filming, but you don't get to oh. see that. And then, um, as I had mentioned, um, I'm adopted and I've never met my biological parents before. There's a night where I'm talking to Erica and I have a huge breakdown over it because I also suffer from adoption trauma. Oh. And that's something that I, you know, I shared, but we didn't get to see that either. Mm. <clears throat> um, 
So I just feel like there's a lot more to learn about me that you know, viewers didn't get to see. And so I really want to share that with people, right? Like the right. reason I went on the show is because I wanted to, um, you know, be able to be an advocate for people and just show people kind of like a different side, right? Like, cause I, you know, I have a very, I have a very full life. Like people might know me like from my husband because he's a, a public person, but they don't know me like right. as the mom of four and the healthcare worker and you know, the, the former collegiate athlete that's super into health and fitness. And right. I'm a philanthropist. We have a foundation. Like, you know, there's a lot of different sides to me and I want to be able to share that with people. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm so, so sorry about your mom and that you Thank were going you. through that. I mean, Thank horrible. You. So terrible. Um, I want to also ask you about um, a big topic in Housewives right now. Mm -hmm. Heather Gay said on Real Housewives of Salt Lake how the social media aspect is really challenging for Housewives, yeah. and it really is the most challenging uh, thing for Housewives because a lot of the commentary can be not so friendly. Yeah. So how is that for you this season? How have you managed and dealt with that? Yeah, um, it's been... I'll be really honest. It's it's been really tough. Yeah. It's been really tough, um, especially because I I was a very private person before right. doing the housewives. Like my Instagram was private a year ago, and I was very you know I was I was in the public world per se because of you know my husband and friends and things like that. Yeah. But but I was private, yeah. and so um, opening yourself up and sharing your life and just exposing yourself like that and just really being vulnerable and then to, you know, feel like I'm like, you know, people aren't really, they're not seeing me and they're not seeing me, um, as I, as I truly am. And yeah. I, I pride myself on being a very like fun, friendly, kind person. Right. Like when I, when I said to my friends, like I told them I was gonna do the show and they're like, you're gonna do housewives like yeah. my friends were shocked like absolutely shocked um and so to you know i've i've gotten a lot um mm. on social media because again all you're seeing is mm. esophagate that's all you're seeing right right so it's it's been really it's been really it's been really tough mm. it's been tough it's been hard um but you know i just try to tune it out as much as possible yeah. and just remember what's important and yep. that is you know happiness overall your yes. mental health overall spending time with my family who I love and are amazing mm. and super supportive and my friends who all support me and are there for me and you know hopefully going forward people get to see um you know a different side of me a funner is funner a word yes funner funner's a word I say it more so fun it is. <laughs> fun um, side of me, a lighter side of yes. me, a more caring and nurturing side of me. Um, you know, and I and I think they will. They'll. I think I they agree. will get to see that. It's I gonna agree. get. It's gonna get a little less dramatic on my part. I'm gonna be really honest. I wasn't liking Anne Marie, but after this interview, I f I, I have yeah, a different vibe. Off. Yeah, she, she comes off better. She's honestly super warm and lovely in person, and I think. I think it's really hard for first time housewives. We've seen this before. Do you remember? Oh, on Jersey. Um, I forget her name. The blonde woman that was friends with Melissa. She came in for a season. I find that they have a heart. What's her name? Jackie. No, no, no. Tiki Barber's wife. Oh, right. I hold can't on, remember her name. Tracy. Yes. Okay. So yes, I, yes, yes. I feel like we saw a lot with her. She was trying so hard to interject and a lot of the time to make themselves be a part of the conversation, even a part of the conflict, they interject and it's awkward and it comes off really bad. And I feel like that's Anne Marie's situation. She's trying to get into the group and like 
be involved and it's just coming off wrong. But I really do think it's just an effort to integrate into the friendships with the ladies, you know. I completely agree. And I think she kind of showed a different side of her. I will say I'm about to interview Crystal and her and Crystal are not seen eye to eye whatsoever. I wonder what I should ask her about Anne Marie. I feel like something about Anne Marie like triggers Crystal. Totally. And you know? I, it's like, what is it? Because you have that's Crystal, what you need to ask her. So quiet all season. And then all of a sudden, she's very, very outspoken because of Anne Marie. Yeah, I'm going to ask her about that because then also, I don't know if you watched this new Beverly Hills episode. You probably haven't because it's just a screener right now. But then you have Anne Marie helping Crystal during her medical like emergency of some. Oh sorts. yeah, and I didn't watch of, it yet. So what happens? It's can kind you, of you ironic. Or can you? It airs tonight. It airs tonight, so I can't so you can talk say. about it. Yeah. So basically, she ended up having to go to the hospital. Shut up. Some, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's fine, but it was what? Her blood pressure was re- her blood pressure was really, really high. So it was really, really scary. And so, but the ironic thing, and Anne Marie, of course, pointed it out was like helping her as a nurse and it was just interesting the dynamic because you had crystal really coming at her for her profession just a couple episodes prior um so it's yeah it was interesting it was a good episode i want i need beverly hills to heat up a bit and i need the reunion to be good and maybe that's why they brought kyle in i mean not kyle that's why they brought kathy in I mean, to spice it up a little bit, I agree. I think this season of Beverly Hills has been a little bit of a low. I can't say that I'm thriving off of it, you know. Salt Lake overshadowed it big time. All the hype about Mauricio and Kyle was, like, so crazy. And then now, like, we are in it and we're, like, just – I don't know. Nothing's happening. It kind of feels confusing. I feel like – I feel triggered because I feel like (laughs) – You've been bamboozled. Well, and it reminds me of – like when when I've been with past boyfriends and you kind of don't know if you're going to stay together or not. And it's just like a really sad time, you know, and like you love them and they love you, but like you just can't seem to come together. Mm-hmm. I know that you've been um, in a relationship for 25 years, but for my I've, entire life. Yeah, I think I've had like 90 boyfriends at this point. So I'm really experienced. I'm honestly thinking of like starting a business because the way I have had so many silly relationships. Here's the thing. You're going to focus on yourself now, right? And then why don't we reach out to Patty Singer and we can do like a millionaire matchmaker situation and we find you a millionaire. I mean, I'm all down for that. And I can be bought. You know that. So, yeah, like, yeah. you know, I, you know, I, I, I've experienced love. I'm good. I don't need to be in love. You don't need love this time around. You just need money. I just need you a know, Birkin. I need a Birkin. Yeah. I need a Birkin. I mean, you I could get a sugar daddy. You really do need a Birkin. Yeah. So... I can uh, say bye to Steven. It's just, just so kidding. hard being us. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just it's so 
Guys, this has turned into a therapy venting session instead of just a Housewives Bravo podcast. And, you know, that's why we are doing this, because we're friends with you guys, or our followers out there, um, the couple of you. And now Emily is just totally checked out and looking at her email, because <laughs> that is what Emily does. She no, just I completely... Didn't. Yeah, huh? You're not even it. looking at the screen. Yeah, huh? Okay, well, this has just been an excellent time, but you're completely <laughs> All right, we gotta distracted. Pick it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, or we just gotta go. Let's pick it up. Okay. Okay. So what else are we talking we need about? A, we need like a we need an hold outro. On, hold on, hold on. I cannot wait to see the Beverly Hills reunion. I feel like Emory gave me the best teases. And I'm really looking forward to seeing your interview with Crystal. So we have a great guest next week. And we might be in person soon. Oh, my gosh. Together yes. recording a podcast. So we're looking forward to that. Um, thanks Until for listening. Then. Until yes. then. Wait, let me go back to my wine. smooth Yes, jazz. take us out, Lawrence. Until then. Like, subscribe, wherever you listen to your podcast. Make sure you're listening to our podcast. I'm Lauren Herbert. This is Emily Roscoe, and you are listening to Housewives Nightcap by Access Hollywood. Until next time. That's funny. Housewives Nightcap by Access Hollywood is hosted and produced by Lauren Herbert and Emily Orozco. Executive produced by Rebecca Zamer and associate producer Matt Izzo with original music by Chris Keyes. Join us next week as we dive into the glamorous worlds of reality TV once again because who doesn't love a nightcap? <laughs>